0: welcome to the 317 experience the official podcast of the exchange our goal this season is to introduce you to a new black business in three key points one voice and in seven minutes or so this is the 317 experience the black businesses matter edition thanks for listening Welcome to the 317 experience. Today we're continuing our storytelling series in partnership with Black Businesses Matter. And we have with us Linda Kerisey, owner of Insight Financial Group. Thanks for hosting today.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Absolutely, so before we dig into your business, we usually like to start off with a little bit of an icebreaker just to see how fast you think on your feet. Are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready. What's the last show you saw on Netflix?
1: Oh, uh, um, the last OG. <laughs> okay. How do you take your <laughs>
0: coffee? How do you, take your coffee? Uh,
1: you know what? I do not drink coffee. I love the smell, but I don't like the taste.
0: <laughs> Are you a morning person <laughs> or a night owl?
1: A morning person.
0: If you could travel safely anywhere right now, where would you like to go?
1: I would go to the Ivory Coast. That's where my husband's from. Ooh.
0: Okay, we're in your kitchen. What's the best thing that you can serve me? Or what is the best thing you have to eat?
1: Uh ice cream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and last question.
1: What's your favorite genre of music? Um, soul music like Jill Scott. Love her. Okay, now we we broke the ice a little bit. Let's
0: talk about you. So take us back a little bit to your childhood. Where did you grow up and were there any influences in terms of people or tools that helped you help shape who you are today?
1: Okay, so I grew up here in Indianapolis, went to IPS all the way up until middle school. So um, my last IPS school was at John Marshall. Um, And that, at the time, that's when it went up to eighth grade, back in the early 90s. And actually, John Marshall, I believe, is where they laid the foundation for what I'm doing today. So the IPS teachers, um, they were great. I had African-American, Caucasian teachers. Um, The teacher that really influenced me was Mr. Mel Pfeiffer, uh, my sixth grade teacher at school 113. And just to... I mean, he just brought in our horizons, um, just taught us a lot of different things. At John Marshall, they had this program where they would actually take you to um, the University of Indianapolis and in Butler. And then they'll come to John Marshall and tell you about college, how to prepare, um, what classes to take in high school. So it really prepared me from there. Um, I went to Lawrence Central High School. And so going to John Marshall actually really helped me to go to Lawrence Central because coming from IPS to Lawrence Central was totally, um, it was a a shocker, you know, going to Lawrence Central, you know, I went there, I saw kids driving in Benzes. (laughs) So it was a totally different um, atmosphere, but John Marshall laid the foundation because they told us that we can um, do well and we can exceed. So I really believe that um, that IPS Foundation um, laid the groundwork um, for me, and then when I got to Lawrence Central, my teacher Miss Jennifer White, she's also another one who really took me took her took me under her wing, and told me about college. You know how to think about particularly like financially because I actually wanted to go to Spelman, but I went to IU, and she said, "I'll be honest with you." Do you realize how expensive it is (laughs) to go out of state? Like, you know, no one explained that to me. And so I'm glad that she did. She explained credit card debt, you know, just a lot of things that, you know, a lot of us probably don't know until we actually get in that situation. So um, Mr. Pfeiffer, uh, Ms. Jennifer White, and the whole IPS staff at the time really laid the foundation for me.
0: That's beautiful. Not a lot of people can name <laughs> one, <laughs> how many teachers that they've had, uh, but those that have really shaped and formed who they are today. So that's a, that's a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Can you help, um, explain um, where you got this love for financials, though?
1: Um, so it was actually at Lawrence Central. So I took an accounting course, and it was the first class that came so easy to me. I mean, it was just, it was just simple. Um, Mr. Neal taught the class and I'm an introvert and I guess I just liked it because you know, you just get your book, you just get your homework and you just do it. (laughs) You didn't have to talk to anybody. Uh, There was no group work at the time but it just came very easy. And so I took basic accounting with him, um, A plus through that. And then there was the McKinsey Career Center and that was events accounting with Miss Ashley. And I really loved that because that's where we got to do accounting on the computer. Uh, once again, since I was an introvert in high school, I loved it. You know, I didn't have to talk to anybody, uh, didn't have to deal with the kids. Um, and actually, I was able to leave Lawrence Central and go over to McKinsey Career Center. So that, I don't know, for some reason in high school, I felt that was, you know, just to get away from the high school building. And so that just laid the foundation. I thought, I mean, I, it just came really easy to me. Um, I was part of the, I can't remember the, the name, correct name, but it was like a business organization. And we had competition and accounting and like data entry. And so I would compete in those contests um, and I would place, you know, second or third place. And so I was like, you know, I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to major in at IU.
0: That's cool. So you're an introvert and you're a wizard math. Did that <laughs> help you form Insight Financial Group? Tell us what you do there.
1: Yeah. And so with Insight Financial Group, I, act, I, perform, I actually provide services to small businesses and nonprofits, um, particularly in accounting. And I would say that I'm learning that accounting services is much more than just math. And so anti Financial came about um, just because I was working in corporate. And just like many people, I wasn't getting the promotion or the pay. But I always knew deep down inside there was something more that I wanted to do. And so I just started to do bookkeeping on the side. And one of my former managers actually said this at one of my full-time jobs. He said, you're a really good teacher. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what, I can do this bookkeeping because really that's what it became. It it has now really become teaching small businesses and nonprofits and nonprofit boards. What is this this, um, language of business, accounting? You know, because in accounting, we talk a different language, debits, credits, profit and (laughs) loss, net income. You know, why is this negative? Why is this positive? I don't understand how these financials connect all together. And so I really wanted to provide the same type of accounting that Eli Lilly receives from their accountants or their financial analysts. I want small businesses and nonprofits to have that same type of service. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go full-time with it. I left my full-time job in 2017 and I haven't looked back since.
0: It sounds like you have a breadth of knowledge from your corporate life to opening your own doors a few years ago. Is there a memorable experience that stands out, or something along your journey that is really like a standout experience?
1: I would say when I was at corporate, there was a lady. Uh, we had finished a budget meeting, so she was a head of a department. I helped her review her budget, gave her some pointers, and she said, you know what, in the 30 something years I've been here, no one has ever sat down with me to explain to me the budget process and what I needed to say in the budget meetings because each department manager had to go present to the plant controller. And that can be very intimidating. And not only in front of the plant controller, but also in front of the other departments. And so you're having him I wouldn't say like, you know, be like Shark Tank, you know, a little bit, but it could be intimidating. And that thought never left me. So anytime I'm explaining accounting, I always remember that and just keep it very basic and just remember that not everyone has an accounting degree.
0: So it sounds like you have people in mind as well. So you're not just teaching them what they need to know. It sounds like you have some intuitive pieces of understanding what people need to understand what they need for their business as well.
1: Mm -hmm, Exactly. So I try to first understand why did they start the business? Why do they work there? Um, Their communication style? How do they feel about accounting? Um, Because if they don't you know, if they pretty much don't like it, that gives me some ways on how to communicate. If they do love it, then there's another way I can teach it, you know, to them. And so I really try to figure out what makes them tick. (laughs)
0: Okay. So it sounds like you you clearly love what you do. Who should Mm -hmm. come to Insight Financial Group and why?
1: If... If Warren Buffett or Robert Smith was to come to you today and they want to invest in your company, but you're uncomfortable with the quality of your financials and you cannot tell them your business story with your financials, you should come and see me. So I can provide a piece of a mind. I can give you the information you need to grow your business. And how I do that, I will create, help you create an accounting system. So you're not spinning your wheels. You're not at the last minute, trying to create invoices, somehow financial statements for a bank loan.
0: So, what if we don't have Warren Buffett
1: knocking at our door? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is there somewhere in between where someone can find um, um, your services valuable?
1: Yep, um, particularly those who are starting up. You know, if you're just starting, or if you're in the two year, three year, four year, year particularly like just teaching like you're like a lot of the small businesses and nonprofits are using quickbooks a lot of them don't know like the tips and tricks they're um, spending a lot of time just probably creating reports or invoices or you know what you just are just not comfortable you're you still not quite sure if you're on the right track you know what I don't judge come and see me um, we can, you know, counsel, you know, I can counsel you, see, you know, help you create a game plan and then we can go from there.
0: That's beautiful. So for small businesses or startup businesses, all the way to people who might be having Warren Buffett knock at their door, you have the mm-hmm. service for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I always use that example of Warren Buffett because, you know, I want people to think big, you know, really, you know, think big. Um, and particularly, it, it, you know, it's a, you know, it's a, you know, metaphor, but, it, you know, really think about, are you comfortable? Do you have a peace of mind at night? That's what really what it gets down to. A lot of business owners don't have a peace of mind because they're just constantly worrying about their finances. So if you don't have a peace of mind, you know, look me up and we can sit down and see a, um, how we can help each other.
0: So, before I let you go, I have to tap into this brain of yours. So, mm-hmm. we have a lot of entrepreneurs um, that are listening and people who haven't taken that first leap. As mm-hmm. um, a business owner and someone that understands bookkeeping and finances and the art of business, what suggestion or recommendation would you have for a new business?
1: For a new business? Someone wanting uh, to. Okay, to open a business. Um, I would say first, find someone who can do your taxes. So that's a CPA. Number two, um, get a lawyer, someone you, they may not be on retainer, but at least you have someone in your phone contact. And then number three, just make sure you keep all your documents, whether that's in a folder or if you wanna upload um, things in Google. So I'm all, you know, an account, we're all about systems and documentation. And so as when people are starting, they get so busy, these things start to get lost. And then they also start to pay for things they don't, they do not need. So what you do need, you need someone to do your taxes. You need a lawyer and keep all of your documentation. So what that means is your IRS letter, your W-2s, your certification letters, all that good stuff. Just keep it in one place.
0: I love it. And that's sound advice. So if you're ready to start your business, this is great advice <laughs> from Linda. And also if you are needing some help from financial services, reach out to Insight Financial Group. Can you please let us know how we can find you?
1: Yep. I, uh, my website is insightfinancialandy.com. I'm on the Facebook at Insight Financial Group. Also on LinkedIn, um, Linda, Dickotake Heresy and also on Twitter at Insight Indie. Perfect. Oh, I want to thank you for hosting today. Very insightful pieces. Thank you.